Hello and welcome to the 365 Talk Social Media Podcast. My name is Amy. I'm Abby. And today we're going to be talking about why video content is so important for social media. And to celebrate that, this week we're launching a video version of the podcast. We'll see how this goes, but we just thought we'd give it a try because we talk so much about the power of video and it's something that we're not doing enough of. We recognise that. So we wanted to launch a YouTube channel where we have all of our podcasts on. So if you'd like to consume podcasts in that way, then that's an option for you. However, if you'd like to just listen to them through your favourite streaming platforms, obviously those will remain as they are. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about the power of video. I think that especially over the last year and a half, but really over the last couple of years, is how powerful video is becoming and how much it's changed, not only how personally people use social media, but also how brands have to take on social media. It's a very different dynamic to when we first started here about five years ago. So let's start with the first thing. And I think it's all about storytelling. Telling a story through video is a much easier experience and much more effective than just doing pictures. And I think it really helps to tell the story about you as a brand, showcases your products in possibly an even better way, gets people to know about you more, as well as the product or service you're offering. And so I think that the idea of videos is that it doesn't have to be high tech, high budgets. It's just all about that humanization. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's that imaginative and creative element. Like I'd much rather watch a 30 second video about a brand than read a really long caption on Instagram with a picture or on Facebook, for example, because it is just a lot easier to consume and it does give you a sense of what that brand is all about copy tends to while it's not the same across the board we all have our different tones of voice but it it can seem a bit samey whereas with video content you have got that that edited personalization that imagination that's come from the brand itself so it it makes it stand apart a lot more than if you're trying to change your tone of voice in in the way of actual copy Yeah, and I think that we've noticed this specifically with the launch of TikTok Mm. is the way that people are consuming videos, A, more more often. I think that there was a statistic that Gen Z are basically watching 40% like videos all the time. Mm. So there's things like TikTok and Instagram Reels where you're just consuming videos and there's actually no copy unless you go into a description, which I've seen a lot of videos where it's like, they'll do a video and it's like read the caption mm. and I'm like you're cheeky but yeah. you know people are playing around with it but I think the way that TikTok has encouraged people to use short form video give a message very quickly um you know it's it's not just about doing a long video it's all about short snappy videos how you can teach your audience something and also that storytelling behind videos means that people not only enjoy the product or the brand that they have known for so long, but they're also getting to know the people behind it. Yeah. And that's an element that we've seen in terms of the relationship building been really, really successful over the last, I would say since the pandemic really is when I've noticed it. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, you know, I've heard of that brand before, but now I associate them with TikTok dances or, you know, that humanization, which even back at the beginning of the year, I talk so much about in terms of that being a trend for this year. Mm. So people taking that and being known for what they do and also who they represent in terms of the people, I think is really, really interesting. Yeah, it allows you to put a face to a name. And I think that that links into what we were speaking about 
in our to sign off or not to sign off episode as well. It's that adding a bit of humanization to something like a brand. And even like with the video content, it doesn't have to be big budget, as you've seen from some of the most popular TikToks that have gone six, seven million views, whatever. It, it doesn't need to be expensive. It just needs to be creative, Yeah, I would say. And I, I would actually say that the TikToks that do best are the organic ones. Yeah. They're not the ones that have high budgets, you know, things like that. It's just like the best ones are just... It, an example of this, which I thought was quite interesting lately, is that um, Laura O'Gill, who is the TikTok postie, yeah. you know, she represented the Royal Mail. They've actually yeah. asked her to stop doing that recently which oh. I find really peculiar because she was very positive in terms of working for the Royal Mail and, you know, doing, I guess, just like jokes around that mm. in terms of people's popular opinions or unpopular opinions about posties and sharing tips in terms of, you know, something as simple as if you're knocking at the door, we don't know if you're in to leave a note if it takes you a little while longer to get to the door. Yeah. You know, things like that that's actually helpful. People yeah. are learning, but also you know, she does funny jokes and does dances, but she's in her uniform. Mm. And a lot of that has happened where, you know, Tesco workers are doing it and it's all all the f- jokes behind it, but also it's a humanization where a brand would never make a joke on, you know, when customers say things like, I don't know, oh, like scanning some sugars, oh, I'm sweet enough. And it's like, are oh, you? Like, you know, that's not something a brand would say. It has to come from an employee. Yeah. But they're popular because everyone thinks that. Or not only is it relevant to people that also work, you know, in retail, but also customers are probably thinking, oh, I've said that. Or, yeah. you know, it's, it's just really funny. I think that that's worked really, really well. I think it it does have that extra element of people love it because they are frontline workers. A lot of yeah. them, it's not people like us who've been being able to work from home or sit in an office it's people that are out there supermarket workers royal mail all those sorts of people working in retail and that sort of sector people working in hospitals I've seen funny teams of the NHS doing like little dances and stuff which have have been really popular because it is that community support as well that people have shown their love for these people doing these jobs it's not even necessarily the content they're doing they're just like oh you're you're a good egg you've done wonders for us during this like difficult time we'll support you on TikTok yeah no I I completely agree and then also on the flip side of that is quite a lot of small businesses have seen success on TikTok yes but again I think it's because they've been very honest with their portrayal in terms of you know they might share days in the life or Mm -hmm. making products or it not only is it helpful for anyone else that's thinking of potentially doing that but also, if you're buying from the brand, you're getting to know the owner, the yeah. process, you're part of that success journey, mm-hmm. and you're actively putting yourself into their success. Yeah. Even if it's just by watching videos, you don't have to buy from someone to show them support. Yeah. But I've seen that definitely over TikTok, where it's like people are having more followers than ever, people going viral very quickly. It's the most viral type of content. Yeah. And that's because well the way that people consume it but also the way that people love it yeah it's really interesting yeah keeping on top of those like trending sounds and taking it to a way that the sound might not actually apply to your your business or your sort of brand your identity but to take that and turn it into something that does relate to you is how I've seen a lot of people go viral quite quickly because it is that relatable thing that other people are like oh, that's funny. And that's a funny sound to use. I wouldn't have thought of those two together. That Going back to that creativity and that imagination to 
make something your own. Yeah, and I think people have found their niche very quickly mm. and then are able to make trending sounds relevant to them, which makes people laugh at yeah. the end of the day. Like, I go, I stay on TikTok way more than I should because I I laugh so much. I just find it so relatable. And I think that that's definitely the way why every social platform is trying to replicate the success. Yeah. Because it's really unlike anything that's come out. But with that means that brands are having to think, how do we do that? And I think too much of that conversation is how do we do that means you're not going to be successful. Yeah. I think it definitely needs to be, it has to be reactive, but it can't be too planned. Yeah. Which I know is really difficult from a social media marketing perspective, but there's, you know, you've had conversations with your clients in terms of that are using TikTok yeah. and trying to stay ahead of the trends. But I almost feel like unless if you're thinking about it too much, you've missed the train. Yeah, absolutely. You need to just be able to just do it. And I know for some industries that's easier said than done, but you have to have that reactive and creative control over it. I think that brands have to give a little bit more creative control to their social media managers, brand managers, whoever is actually manning that, because you have to be so reactive. Yeah, and I think a lot of businesses, particularly when talking to clients or potential clients, they don't necessarily see the benefit in things like TikTok or social in general, because unless you're e-commerce, there's not necessarily a direct link to return on investment. And I think that's really hard to prove to people, but that just the brand awareness that can come from having a TikTok account and just staying on top of those trending hashtags, those trending sounds, is gonna is gonna bring you money, yeah, in some form or another. And social media is all about reaching new people, getting in front of the eyes of other people. Even if no one were to buy from you, you're a name in their head, yeah. And that's one of the biggest things in terms of. I think I spoke about it before in terms of like reach versus impressions or reach versus engagement yeah. what's more important for people and I think video content is all about kind of reaching new people and it is that reach yeah and then it might be that you know you take Facebook to be more of an engagement platform or you have your community groups where you have that engagement with the community but you're able to reach new people and new audiences as well you know more and more people are joining social starting TikToks you know it, the audience base is getting younger and younger so you're attracting them with your content and I think another thing to talk about in terms of video content is something once again we've, we've kind of briefly touched on but has really changed over the last 18 months is that we've all been able to work from home mm -hmm. but we've had video communication with clients so it's normally taken the place of physical meetings yeah. you know even just us as a company we would go to London very often and now obviously we've only recently started doing that again so it's this bridge gap between not physically being there, but being there or experiencing something. So that could be events, yep. live videos. It could be just sharing, I guess, communication. There's so much that you can share through video. Not only that, I also have seen this, particularly in the influencer like, industry, where it's bought accessibility. So yeah. people that live outside of London may have been excluded from events, from talks, from showcases, from workshops. By putting it online or having, you know, Zoom calls or whatever that might be like, you're able to make that more accessible to people geographically. Yeah. But also people that, you know, are unable to actually physically get to you. Yeah. So then you're becoming a bit more diverse and more accessible because your content is as easy to consume for anyone. And they've not had to think, you know, is there disability access? How am I going to get there? The travel, 
all these different factors that might deter someone from physically attending are vanished in my opinion or at least very it's very much minimized online and you're able to have the experience without physically having the experience yeah absolutely and it's I don't think it's something that's going to die down either because like you say it does open that world for for people that aren't physically able to attend those events more and more people are going to want to consume content that way or attend events that way because it is more comfortable for them so it's it's not just a, a fad that's going to come and go this is something that allows you to open up a whole new part of a community that perhaps you hadn't even heard of before or heard from before rather because they haven't been able to to reach you in that way yeah but by doing this you're, you're growing that base to allow them and promote diversity and inclusivity in your brand which is only ever going to be a positive thing yeah and that's not to say you're not to ever do a physical event ever again oh, absolutely but having things to coincide with it so being able to support an online access as well as a physical access i think is great and it just it just makes it like you say a lot more comfortable people have got very used to that and also those are still very vulnerable yeah you know it's not like covid has stopped and gone it's very we're very aware that it's not going to go away it's something we're going to have to live with, which is something that the scientists have obviously said. But there are people that are still very much, you know, unsure about that or have seen the detrimental effects and don't want to risk it. And I completely appreciate that. Yeah. And so this is an opportunity, not only for now, where people don't want to physically go out, but want to be involved with this. I just think it, it's just such an amazing thing. So not only in a social media marketing point of view, but also in event management, we've seen it change the complete industry and also people's expectations, you know, like people have realized, okay, I can maintain a better work-life balance by doing things more online. I don't need to physically, you know, be based one place and go to London all the time. It's just making it so much better. And surely people's mental health and well-being is just the utmost importance. And however a brand can help that, whether that's your employees, the way in which you're marketing your brand online, the way that you're considering accessibility for everyone is the future. And I think that video content is going nowhere. Yeah. And just being more involved and looking at ways in which you can approach that is definitely important. And it's not just for the B2C customers. It's not just if, like you say, if you have e-commerce, yeah, it's direct relation. But actually, if you're B2B, things like this we're doing a podcast yeah you know having that video element of it is also helpful getting testimonials where clients share their testimonials in video form as opposed to just a written quote mm. look at how you're doing your social media marketing now and where could a video element organically fit in that's not you trying too hard you know you're not thinking i certainly want to wouldn't want to be doing tiktok dances <laughs> and i don't think getting anyone to really do that within our teams is the most important use of our time yeah however for us we identify that sharing resource whether that's podcast form whether that's online courses or anything like that is helpful so finding out how video content can support your brand however you know you represent yourself is really important because it's already happening so you need to continue doing that not only for your own benefit getting in front of more people but to keep up with your competitors because if you're not doing it and they are you're one step behind already absolutely so okay. yeah that's everything on video marketing and how you can use the power of video to 
just really enhance your brand and the way that you communicate online. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and yeah, we'll see you guys next week for another one. Bye. Bye.